Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. My name is JD, and welcome to the Loser Podcast. Today's episode is about the late wife of James Sunderland. In this episode, we will learn about her sickness and part in Silent Hill 2. So let's jump in. Mary Shepard Sunderland is the late wife of James Sunderland. The couple had vacationed in Silent Hill a few years prior to the events of Silent Hill 2. Mary was a kind, sweet young woman who spent the last moments of her life in emotional turmoil, distress, and anguish after being stricken with a terminal disease. James and Mary had met at a house party, held by a mutual friend, and their affection evolved from a blazing passion to a peaceful and stable relationship. Before Mary and James were married, James would listen to Mary playing the piano. Mary liked to play the piano, and even though she wasn't very good at it, James still loved to hear her play anyway. Prior to the events of Silent Hill 2, Mary and James vacationed in Silent Hill. They stayed in the Lakeview Hotel, where James recorded a videotape of Mary in room 312. Although, he accidentally forgot the videotape in the hotel and the couple left Silent Hill. Mary stated in the videotape that she loved the town and would love to go to Silent Hill again one day. Not too long after their vacation, Mary fell ill with an unspecified incurable terminal disease and was bedridden in a hospital. She was given a maximum of three years to live, which she was forced to spend in the hospital. The disease had altered her skin tone to a sickly shade of tan and promoted hair loss, dissolving any traces of physical beauty she once possessed. Her doctor predicted she would have less than three years left to live and told James that there was no effective treatment for her condition and they were unable to help her. Both Mary and James did not take her predicament well. In anger, Mary lashed out at the closest to her, especially James. James did not visit Mary in the hospital very frequently because the disease seemed to bring out tensions between the couple. Upon examining some liquor bottles in Haven's Night, James states that he drinks a fair bit, most likely due to missing Mary and the joy that he once had. Mary suffered from suicidal depression, saying, it'd be easier if they'd just kill me, and expressing a wish to die. Mary's and James's wish of having children was also put to an end due to her disease. Nevertheless, Mary was able to find sanity in thoughts of Silent Hill, the last place where she was happy. She talked about the town with another patient, the orphan Laura, and the two had bonded. Mary would often wait for James, and Laura would console her when he did not come. This is likely why Laura states that Mary was always waiting for James and is hostile towards him. One can also gather from Mary's violent mood swings and tendencies to strike out at especially James. During this time, that she may have made resentful remarks about him to Laura. If things had worked out differently, Mary was willing to adopt Laura in the leave ending of the game. 
James leaves Silent Hill with Laura, possibly to fulfill Mary's wish. In the later days of her life, Mary wrote farewell letters to Laura and James, requested that her nurse Rachel give the notes to them after her death. Mary was permitted to return home for a short while, although it was only because her death was imminent and she was afraid James would not see her again before she died. At their home, James was tasked with being Mary's caretaker, which eventually became a burden. It was not the disease that killed Mary, but her husband, James, who suffocated her in bed with a pillow. James sees himself smothering Mary on the videotape that he forgot at Lakeview Hospital years ago. And this is how he eventually remembers his homicide, having repressed the memory previously. While the Book of Lost Memories suggests the possibility of James taking Mary's body with him to Silent Hill in the trunk of his car, the novelization affirms it and follows the in-water ending. However, Masahiro Ito said that he believed Mary's body was actually in the back seat. When asked how James didn't notice her body in the back seat during the drive, Ito replied that James had repressed the memory of her murder. Although physically dead, Mary lives on as James's delusion, repressing the memory of murdering Mary. James believes that he received a letter from Mary beckoning him to Silent Hill, where she is waiting for him in their special place. He uses this as the basis for a delusion that Mary is still alive. He is also convinced that Mary died three years ago, when in reality she was actually still alive a few days ago. Her voice and likeness appears numerous times throughout James's journey, for example, when James first hears Mary's voice in his radio static, she can be heard saying, James, I'm here. Come to me. James, I'm waiting for you. Why did you kill me? Mary's dress is where James obtains his flashlight in the Woodside Apartments. When James first approaches the gate to the third floor, Mary's distant voice cries out, James, from somewhere on the other side. Mary was also reimagined as Maria, a creation of James's will. Maria appears to be a sexier, more wild version of Mary, possibly what James thought Mary had lacked in some areas. Maria's scenario title, Born From A Wish, has some truth to it due to this. At one point in Born From A Wish, Maria can examine a teddy bear and she thinks that Laura would love it, showing that she has Mary's memories. Maria remembers what James did to Mary, but also remembers that underneath, he is a kind person. Occasionally, Maria reveals knowledge of Mary's past to James. Three of the monsters in the game have also been confirmed to be symbolic of Mary in some way. Pyramid Head represents James's subconscious desire for punishment for murdering Mary. The Flesh Lip and Final Boss are symbolic of Mary. Other monsters such as the Lying Figure and Mandarian have been theorized to be related to Mary, but this has not been proven. In the Lakeview Hotel, near the end of the game, Mary's voice calls James to find her after James tells Laura that Mary is dead. James is led to a hallway in which the player hears a previous conversation that he and Mary had had while she was still alive. In this conversation, James offers Mary flowers he has bought her. She immediately rejects them, lashing out at him and protesting that she is too disgusting and ugly to receive flowers. Shortly after this, she experiences another mood swing and begs James to forgive her, pleading for him to stay with her and assure her that she is not going to die. The scene in the end water ending is a bit different. Instead of Mary telling James to go on with his life, she tells him that his suffering is enough of a punishment for what he did to her. You killed me and you are suffering for it. It's enough, James. 
Mary then violently coughs and James holds her hand as she dies. He sits silently for a few moments and then carries Mary's body out of the room. James believes he can't live without Mary and he commits suicide with Mary's body in his car, driving himself into Toluca Lake saying, now we can be together. Mary? James. Forgive me. I told you that I wanted to die, James. I wanted the pain to end. That's why I did it, honey. I just couldn't watch you suffer. <coughs> no. That's not the whole truth. You also said that you didn't want to die. The truth is, part of me hated you for taking away my life. You killed me, and you're suffering for it. It's enough, James. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, help by giving me a follow, subscribe, and share to friends to help support me and help my podcast grow. Also, so you don't miss out on any episodes, consider leaving a review and let me know how I'm doing. I will have a link tree in the show notes for my social media, merch, and Patreon, so if you would like to also support me there as well, you can. If you have any stories or things you want on the podcast, be sure to email me your ideas and I'll get right to it for you. Well, that's it for me, ladies and gents. I'll catch you all in the next episode. But until then, bye! Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.